I'll just find a gal that's a really good kisser. See if she can pull it out. Okay. Um, wow. What the hell's wrong with you? So. <laughs> Jordan's been wearing whatever underwear armor wants to give him. Mm -hmm. Underwear armor. The underwear under armor. Ar yeah. Under armor. That's a new bit. <laughs> Not reading him right. He goes, you know, sometimes the hole, you look at the hole and it's gigantic. And some days you look at the hole and it looks like a, a pea cup. And, and he, pea cup. A little pea, like the size of a pea. Get your hand out of the gun. Pea cup. Pea cup. A pea cup. Mark that. Yeah. Why don't we do that for a hole in one? We'll give away a million dollars if you can get a hole in one in a pea cup. How big is a pea cup, Craig? <laughs> Eli, stop laughing, man. Know what a pea cup is? <laughs> Obviously, Craig does. How many of those you have installed in your house? <laughs> What's the upside to switching balls? Shut the hell up. I get away with a lot of murder. Straight cash money, homie. I have a golf cart. Go golf. Old school bitch. Abu Dabu. Well, howdy ho and good morning. It is 8.01-ish on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310 and the stream. And you have the tee box on the ticket. And if it's around this time on this day, then it's you're listening to us for probably the last 29 years. Not too shabby. Craig just had his 20th anniversary last week. And today, we are off-site. We are down in the Hill Country. We are at the Hyatt Regency Hill Country Resort and Spa and Golf Club. Yeah. Had a great night last night. Nice dinner. You had a little had elk. Antlers. You I did elk. have elk. You had elk. Kern's here. Kern had salmon. Mm -hmm. I did. And uh, my wife is here. By the way, thanks for uh, yesterday. Um, thanks for yesterday. Yeah. So my wife was... By herself while we were playing golf, mm -hmm. had a lot of words to use, and you took the bullet for me last night at dinner. <laughs> She's just going away. You're just sitting there smiling. We're just partnering. I appreciate that. No worries. Took, took one for the team there. I did. I did. But I enjoyed it. Amy and I have a lot in common. Yeah, we talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we had the uh, dinner last night. And uh, had a nice round of golf yesterday. You know, I used to come here a lot. So did I with my before kids. Before I had kids, this was like when before I was in, before I started the magazine, I was in corporate America. We yeah. used to come here a lot and bring clients and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool place. They got a really cool pool area. R Rambling River. They got a river. Yeah, that was the first Rambling River. Me too. Or first float, one I saw. Float pool I'd ever seen. Mm hmm. It was just so you mean cool. like a lazy river? Yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah. Lazy, rambling. You can call it whatever you want. It's fun. It might be, it was the first time outside of uh, going rafting, you know, when you get yeah. big and you go down maybe uh, where the um, where the Colorado is mm -hmm. through Austin, where you just get on an inner tube and just right. load up on drinks. This one's a little cleaner because it's in a pool and a little chlorine, around, yes. A little chlorine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they upgraded all the rooms. Our room, my room was awesome. 
and uh, they put big TVs in it, and they put a $50 million renovation. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. And if you're into uh, family stuff, uh, Sunday fun day offer. If you arrive on Sunday and stay two nights this summer through August, you get a very nice discount. So go to HyattRegencyHillCountry.com and look at those rates because it's worthy. A lot of good stuff to do around here. you got SeaWorld 20 minutes away. They have a s'mores bar. I saw that. At night. We missed that last night. I saw them. We didn't miss They that. staged it. So full. It. Oh, yeah, that's true. Get one piece of bread. I wasn't going to eat anything else. I swear you have a thumb stomach. kind of hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no guessing around you. I know exactly what you either cold or you're hungry or you're full or... Yeah, so we are in the Antlers uh, restaurant. We have this all to ourselves, and uh, we'll be here for the next two hours. May, uh, I may start up the grill. Hey, now. Find a little piece of elk. Elk was good. I enjoyed it. There was something on the menu that I had never, never heard of before. And um, Oh, the antelope? From it was, it was Africa. a word I'd never heard. Nigali, Negali, yeah. something well, like that. What it, it was something, <laughs> something, something like that, but I bet it was. You said it was the biggest antelope in the world. That's what it said. Oh yeah, I googled it, so it should be in my history, right? <laughs> we press on. Uh, anyway, yeah, we played golf yesterday. If you get a chance, come on down here. The hill country is what I love about this is it's just far enough away. The drive wasn't bad at all. It took about four and a half from from the Metroplex. And you take that 130 all the way around, and it's uh, and now that Waco's open, gosh, you're saving a half hour easy. It's really not bad at all. So I would strongly recommend, especially if you have family, there's a lot of stuff for kids to do around here. Hell, you can even bring your dog. Okay, it was grilled Nilgai saddle. Mm-hmm. I was intrigued. I just I couldn't take the risk of not liking it because I'd never heard of it You know it what I'm bet? I'm going to bet it probably tastes a lot like the elk. And the elk didn't taste like it did wasn't gamey or anything so um yeah i like taking chances on on wild game because they're not gonna nobody's gonna make wild game that's gonna taste gamey in hindsight i probably should have gone there that's all right you were full already after two pieces of bread next time yeah i only had one piece so uh we have kern out here engineering he made the trip down with us he enjoyed us for dinner last night hello everybody i see i'm glad you called me from the parking lot (laughs) and you hadn't (laughs) left yet and so, uh, yeah, we had a nice dinner and uh, took a little stroll afterwards. And That's nice. They had, okay, so they had a 500-person family reunion. The Smiths. Yes. The about, Smith family reunion. 500. Smiths. Well, how many? It's Smiths. I'm just Good saying, Lord. but it's still got to be in that family, right? I mean, if I had the last name Smith, could I, could I just showed up? Could have. Probably. Or do you so, have to have some sort of lineage to say, yeah, I'm related to to Smith, the I, Queen Matriarch of whatever Smith. I think it is. it's the I think it's the most popular surname in America. I think that or Jones. And then they had a uh, there was a uh, brokerage firm was down here. Two weddings. I met the groom in the elevator. Did you? Yeah. I like his last name. Hmm. Keepsies. Keepsies. Yeah. Think she kept that? Yeah, it's Keepsies. <laughs> We had a good time. Carrie keepsies. It's an easy way to have a good time at this place, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to thank uh, Nicole Gravel. 
because she uh, set this all up for us. And uh, Ashley Skidmore took care of our golf. She's very nice. Oh. And uh, yeah, we played golf. We should talk about that later. And her own Steve Anthony, who set all this up. Okay, back at the station, we have Kevin Landrum doing his exquisite job on the board. How are you? I am fantastic. According to the internets, uh, Smith is the most popular surname in America with an estimated population of two and a half million people. See, and only 500 showed up, Craig. I know. <laughs> We're almost they, there. They're not, they're not, not, that's not being good family. What second? Is it Jones or Brown? Or uh, it's actually uh, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. And then Williams. Third? And then Williams? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. And I guarantee there aren't that many... Uh, Where's Rosengarten fit? Dedamores. Uh, I'll get back to you. <laughs> How many Dedamores are there in the world? Uh, Just one. Jo- Jonathan. Really? That we need to know about anyway. Yeah. You're doing tickers twice an hour. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how many Dedamores there are in the world, but uh, I know there's not a whole lot. How about in Dallas? Uh, in Dallas, let's see. <laughs> I'd have to shoot. I don't know. You know them all? <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, there, I might be the only one in the, in the Metroplex for all I know. A one and done. 888. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Dedamore, you live in the Metroplex, Dedimore call story. us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can also check out uh, Golf Moose. We have Waters Creek. We have the Hyatt Regency Hill Country Resort, uh, the uh, golf club. You can play that. Pretty nice discount, too. Uh, Grand Oaks, Cedar Creek, Champion Circle. We have big one on Monday. Keep your ears open for that. All right, let's get the show on the road because it's proudly sponsored by your PGA Tour Superstores. And uh, a lot of PGA Tour live stuff to get into. Uh, promise. We'll do that at 8.50 and 9.10. But first, Craig says he has an issue with a very popular place. I'm very surprised, and I can't wait to hear what he has in store for us. All right. Good Saturday morning to you. Craig and Rick. Little, little Weezer going on. I, yeah. I saw Weezer this week. Mm-hmm. A little outside my demographic. Enjoy? I didn't have... I had a, he puts on a good show. He looks like Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters. Nice. Got to have a bit. Yeah. Got to have a bit. Uh, we are down at Hyatt Hill Country, the Hyatt Regency Hill Country Resort and Spa. And, uh, again, had a terrific evening last night. Played some golf. Had a good time there. Craig and I laughed at each other's games. We didn't play very well, but we enjoyed it. We rallied. Yeah, and we played the last six holes. I played well. Yeah, we you did. Okay. Yeah, we did yeah. all right. Anyway, uh, we'll be here for the next uh, hour and a half or so. A lot of live. I shouldn't even say live. Piff. P-I-F. And the tour. We'll get into that starting at 8.50, and we'll do 9.10 as well. We'll preview a a very forgotten so far major coming up. Yeah. Nobody's talking about the U.S. Open, which is amazing. And there's one, I think there's one guy, when you talk major talk, that's the most intriguing of all guys. Interesting. Right I like that tease. All right. You can tweet us at our net Rick, at AvidGolfer98. And uh, if there's something compelling, we'll put it on the air. Yep. But first, uh, this is brought to you by the greatness of Invited Clubs. A lot of clubs all around the country, but especially in Dallas area. 
and uh, you get that uh, half-off food, no matter what club you go to. That's always cool. And so it's all different price ranges. P1 Scott, who tweets us all the time, tweeted yep. us this morning, said, anything interesting in the happened in the world this week? Yeah, I got that a lot. Anything going on? Yeah. Yeah, it was almost overwhelming. Got anything to talk about? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That, yeah, so we'll get into that at 850. All right, but first, uh, again, nice trip coming down here. I um not a road trip guy normally. I'm, I'm not a car guy. I don't like sitting in a car. See, I do. I but like being in a car. This is with the 130 that they built or to go around Austin. Yeah. Coming to San Antonio is easy as pie. Really, really easy. And, and if I could, I would go 95. I've learned from the men in blue that uh, you stay under 10 miles an hour under or going over the speed limit, you're okay. And that's what it. Well, there the, were cops the speed out there. limit was 85 at right. some points. If you could go how to much it, farther do you have to go over that? I was amazed how many trucks were on that road. Yeah, that bummed me out. So it was okay. Yeah, but four and a half hours. When I take a road trip now in any car, my favorite haunt in the world, like a lot of people, because it play, every one of them is crowded. Is mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crowded. Is Bucky's. I love Bucky's. You and many others. Including my girlfriend. And I, not so much. But there's nothing wrong. It's just good. It, 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 you're right. Once you're get, once you there your 20th time, you're looking around saying, okay, what's so special about this besides it's big? Mm-hmm. Well, you really can get anything you want there. there I really love is. going the quick trip. <laughs> well, no. I, it's quick trip was, on steroids. That was before I learned about Bucky's. They were um, genius. And inside of Dallas proper, I still love going the quick trip, but Bucky's takes that to steroids. Right, I mean, it's on steroids. Uh-huh. It's, it's just, I mean, I think their barbecue's really good. Um, and it's a machine. I mean, that really place is. is just, and it's it's twenty four hours, right? Has to be. Is yes. it? Yeah, it okay. is. All right. And so it, it's it. They've done. I mean, it's just really good. Anyway, I think the biggest one is right down here in San Antonio. Is that right? Allegedly. So, wake up. We got to wake up early yesterday. So I take my my wife doesn't get up early for anything. But I got her up. We left at seven oh nine. I told her. We was up at 7 o'clock, and we were only nine minutes late. I didn't get texted you, and I said, hey, I'm only yeah. nine minutes late. Nice. And I said, I got enough gas to get to the Bucky's south of Waco, mm-hmm. and we'll stop there. And I'm so I've got an hour and a half to drive just deciding what I'm getting. Now i got to get some fudge. I'm going to get some gonna get some sort of sandwich, get some turkey jerky. I like their turkey jerky, their pepper turkey jerky. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I got an hour and a half thinking about all this. Well, we get there, and one of the things, you know this, Rick, and I'm bringing it up because of you. Okay. Um, some go to Bucky's, and they're supposed to have everything, right? Uh, yeah. Everything that you need. Get there, go to have stop and get gas, right? Uh-huh. My wife goes to the restroom. I'm get, filling up with gas. And I'm looking around. Well, as you're driving an hour and a half in the summer of in Texas, bugs hit your windshield. Yep. Nonstop, right? Well, my my windshield is a mess. Yeah. And I go to look to go clean my windshield. They don't have any of the squishy things. The squeezies? No, yeah, whatever they're called. Squishy thing. Yeah, the <laughs> the, the things to do the, the yeah, windshields, yeah. right? Yeah, the squeegees, yeah. Yeah. Or squishies. I'm thinking, really? Yeah, that's weird. Right. See, of I'm a car guy, the, so I keep all the things. I keep stuff in my trunk. Did they have the buckets trip, for them, or they just they weren't nothing? Wow, they didn't have any any nothing, and so I'm like, crap. 
on in, in at any of the hundreds uh, gas pumps. Yeah. So you went all the way up and down the I aisles. Looked, and everything? I looked up and down. I didn't walk very far. So I went inside. I was like, all right, I got to buy because I'm out of washer fluid. Wow. So I went in and got some. But they sold that. Of course they did. And and, uh, and paper towels. Well, no, I just put it in. I just filled my thing. Oh, okay. So here's a so here's a car question for you. Mm-hmm. So all right, I don't do very much work on my own car at all, right? So I, to even, I will to even verify that to even put washer fluid in the car. Did you know I'd open up the uh, hood? Got there after about three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got it. Okay. Pop the thing off of the washer fluid. Yep. And the thing just flies off the top oh because of the pressure probably no it just 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 it wasn't hooked on yeah i must have a cheap car i don't know but it popped did you off. accidentally open up the radiator that's what i was thinking nope popped off and hit the engine and melted huh hot so how dangerous is it to have a washer fluid without a top on it um not dangerous but you won't be in there very long because it'll evaporate because of the heat in the engine so, yeah, thanks. Buddies. You can stop by. I bet you can stop by a dealer on the way back. They're open on Saturdays. Pick up one at the parts department. I'll wait till Monday. Uh, you got a long drive going back. Yeah, it's hot. I'll stop somewhere other than Bucky's if I got to clean my windshield. That is, now. yeah, that because is, why take care of it today, right? Yeah, <laughs> that is kind of heinous. I'm on vacation. As many cars as they service, meaning all the gas pumps and everything, yeah. not having washer fluid in the in, with the squishy thing. And paper towels, yeah, because you do get a lot of bug. Yeah. You get a lot of bug splat when you're going uh, down the highway, and so I always keep stuff in my trunk, little car detailer and all that, because I can't stand looking through the former butt of a grasshopper as yeah. I'm trying to drive. So I was a little disappointed in my in Bucky's, <clears throat> and I, and so you know, oh that's well. a big overlook on their part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing I heard that you told me. Because you have an electric car, you didn't decided not to bring it from Crest Cars, but my uh, wife has an electric yeah, car. Yeah, but I'm anti. But all they had was were Tesla chargers. Yes, which that surprised a, me. They had a million of them, and they literally have, a million of them, and there were three cars being charged. And why wasn't there a, like a charge point? Charge point is kind of like the generic, right, Kern? Yes, kind of the generic chargers. So, and if if you don't have a Tesla, you you don't S-O-L. get to, yeah. Which that makes. What is Bucky's doing? Are they dropping the ball now? Are they getting too big for their britches? No, I don't think so. I think Sounds probably like when they put those in, really the only electric cars were Teslas. Well, they're now they're not, and now they're behind, and they'll fix it. Well, now I, I read because I asked because I've got a my wife has I an told electric you. car that starting in 2024 you can get an adapter. Well, GM and Ford are gonna are gonna be yeah. able to do that. Yeah. What do you do if you buy a? Mercedes electric know. vehicle. You go to ChargePoint or EVgo or yeah. Electrify America. Yeah. And you, so if you have a Tesla, can you go to those also? Um, yes, but you have to have an adapter. Yeah. You're going to have to have That's all a, too damn complicated. I'll, give me a, just a freaking gas You know what it's turned right into? Now. It's turned into laptops. You have a dongle. You have yes. to have like you have to have a, a an adapter, a dongle. It's what called the hell's a dongle. A dongle? What is it's it? The adapter that you yeah, use. it's adapter. You can put like a million different interfaces it's on. It's a it. word I've never heard before. Dongle. Yep. Dongle. Dongle. All right. Thank you, Kurt. All right, good. Anyways, Learned if you go to Bucky's and you have an electric car, beware. 
Um, if your windshield looks like crap, beware. Guess you got to go to Quick Trip. Yeah, I guess you do. Shame so I, I was wondering about this, and I don't know. So the one cool thing about Quick Trip and Racetrack yep. is they have free air for your tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your tires are low. You can go there, and you just get free air. You can get free air. I have a portable air pump in, that I keep in the trunk. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Nothing. You're so angry. Wow. No, it's good. You just plug it into your uh, what else old you cigarette lighter. Um, <laughs> well, golf clubs right now. Not much else. But... Uh, but I wondered if Bucky's had a place to for air. I don't need it right at the moment, but well, given if not, if not let me w- wash my windshield. Given the other two things that they yeah. didn't have, that's yeah, it's, yeah, that's suspect. So very suspect. Anyway. All right, there you go. So beware and uh, go get your nuggets while your while your windshield looks like your crap. Beaver nuggets. Beaver nuggets. All right, it is eight twenty nine on the ticket. T box down at the Hyatt Hill Country Hyatt Regency. Country Resort and Spa. We were in the Antlers restaurant where we were last night. We could have just stayed here and did the show. Almost did. Yeah. And uh, that was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Big deal Monday on Golf Moves. Just telling you. And uh, they have other fine courses. We were at Mansfield last week. Love that, too. Go go down there and go to the driving range and try and hit the bell from 100 yards out. You'll get a nice prize. Check it all out. All Arcus. Yeah. All right, up next, let's get to the leaderboard because they do have one. That poor Canadian Open has just been hosed for the last four years. Four, I tell you. But uh, we'll look into that and we'll see how Michael Block did. Hey, hey, a little after 8.30 on the ticket. We are down in the Hill Country, Hyatt Regency, Hill Country Resort and Spa. If you want to bring your family down here, which I saw a lot of families down here for good reason. I used to bring my kids down here all the time. If you uh, book a time Sunday through, let's say two nights this summer through August, you will get a very nice discount. Go to HyattRegencyHillCountry.com and check that out because... If you have kids, there's no shortage of things for them to do. Nope. And that, and so you can let them go play. You can go to the adult pool and chill. They have an adult pool here. Yeah, they do. Smart. Hey, parents need to decompress. Okay, at 8.50, we will start. We'll do two big segments on this whole, uh, I guess something happened this week in the world of golf. Are we going to add anything to it? Uh, That's my biggest issue right now. We come on every Saturday, and yes, we might have a little bit more insight because we're in the golf business. We talk to a million people and whatever, but I mean, it's been mentioned on every show on the ticket. It's all right. Week and but they're not golf people. That's true. We I are heard, golf people. I heard some inaccuracy this week. And uh, outside of, uh, so Tuesday, it was like trying to drink through a fire hydrant. There was so much to process it and find out what was BS and what wasn't and conjecture. Now that things calmed down a little bit, I think we have a better handle. Mm-hmm. So we'll start that at 8.50. But first, we do have a leaderboard sponsored by the Texas Junior Golf Tour and Mercedes-Benz of Plano. Also, Ewing Buick GMC, owned by the same outfit. Okay, so they're playing the uh, RBC Canadian Open. And this poor tournament has 
for the last four years has been hosed. Two for COVID. Last year, because right, you couldn't go there, you couldn't go to Canada. Yeah, you couldn't get a, couldn't fly there. You couldn't. Right. The players were messed. It was a mess. And then last year was when Live was just announced. announced. And then this year was when the whole, they're not calling it a merger. They're calling it a, a combine of the two, the PIF and so the PGA. So it's been one year exactly since they came up, they started Live. Mm-hmm. They came up with a, that's kind of ironic. How many people said it would take a year? Nobody. Not, not back then. But we have a leaderboard that if... <laughs> Well, if you don't follow golf much, and there's a lot of people listen to, to our show that don't follow golf. They just wait for e-breaks and <laughs> whatever else. Might not know a lot of people on this leaderboard. None yet. Carl Yuan is leading at nine under par. He uh, turned pro in 18, 2018. He's a top 50 uh, graduate from the Corn Ferry. Um, he's made seven of 20 cuts. Oops. And he's leading by one. He won't be up there by Sunday, my prediction. Over Aaron Ray, who's at 8-under. Terrell Hatton. I like watching that guy. He's a... Uh, last angry man. Boy, he is. But he's fun. If they if they would just mic him the entire time and don't edit it, <coughs> it'd be fun. Yep. And they should put that even, on a, on a paper channel. some of his average shots he goes bonkers on. He's kind of like Hideki. Hideki's quiet about it, but... Hatton's when, not. When Hideki hits a shot... And which he deems not perfect, it looks like he's scolded. And then he gets like five feet from the green. And Terrell's got... What do you think it's like to caddy for Hatton? It's a good question. I bet it's entertaining. <laughs> okay, so this is big. This is this is one of the remaining opens, national opens. And so if you're Canadian, uh, you're highly rooted for him. Corey Connors hey, is mate. from Canada. And he's also at eight under. And uh, there are eight Canadians made the cut, including Mike Weir. How about that? How about that? John Drago's buddy. Yep. Harry Higgs made the cut. He has uh, kind of had a renaissance. He was, the last 18 months, he was kind of lost and didn't know what, why his game wasn't working. And it's mostly mental. And he got that seemingly straightened out. He's at seven under par. But, yeah, Justin Bros is at six under. Rory, six under par. He had a nice round yesterday. Um, his wedge game is still iffy. Man, it's just, it's off. But not high on a lot of, of players that most people would know. Tommy Fleetwood, he's playing, he's four under. Um, but, yeah, it's a it's a light field. Matt Fitzpatrick, who's defending U.S. Open champion, which we'll be talking about at uh, 9.30 today. Ludwig Aberg, the number one amateur in the world the number one college golfer from tech of all places texas tech yeah texas tech he's speech and uh he's at three under and this guy this kid pounds it he's got he's got such a nice beautiful swing he's he's leading in driving distance this week 317 we were actually going to put him on the cover last month what happened we opted for greg chalmers we did opt for greg chalmers because you talk about a marketable player <laughs> And uh, you, you need to follow him on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's fun. He's embracing uh, fun on Twitter. Sam Bennett, who recently turned pro, he made the cut. He's doing pretty well. Made mm-hmm. the cut uh, last week, too. 
And you go down the leaderboard, anybody else? Uh, uh, Jason Duffner made a cut. But let's go to the guys that didn't make the cut. Cam Kelly, oh, Nick, Nick Taylor, who's a, who's a popular Canadian pick. Mm-hmm. When you look at DraftKings, he was DraftKings. He was really a popular pick. He almost Canadian. won the uh, Waste Management. Yeah, and he shot 75 first day. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. We got to pressure guys. Rally. Five little 67 yesterday to make the cut. That's pretty good. It's a tough course. There's a stretch of four holes at this course that are that are right up there, like the Horrible Horseshoe, the Bear Trap, you know, all these other stretch of holes that just kick these guys' butts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it did it again this week. Uh, go down the leaderboard a little bit further. He didn't make the cut, but he only missed by three, and that would be Michael Block. And that's after shooting a 77 the first day. Yeah, he fired a little 69 yesterday. Yeah, he did. Um, listening to him on a on a podcast, a Colt Nose podcast. By the way, there's some really good podcasts out there related to golf when you're driving like I was doing. You just bounce it around, and there's some good stuff. Um <laughs> He said his whole quote was taken a little out of context. You know, if I could hit the ball as far as Rory, I would be a a really good player. He goes, I'm not backing off from that. I would be better than I am. And because he's five clubs longer than I am. So if he's hitting wedge into a green and I'm hitting a five iron, I don't care who you are. And then one of the hosts said, uh, what would Rory shoot if he had to hit from your drives? He goes, yeah, he'd be, he wouldn't be third in the world. And he's right, right? Yep. So he's going to play in a couple other events, and he seems to be now relaxing a little bit. He's not doing every interview in the world. Did he make it in the U.S. Open? He did not, and neither did his son, whose son's 17, 100 and 133 uh, swing speed with a three-wood. Wow. But he missed the cut. So all or nothing. Still okay. got to hit it in the fairway. You do have to hit it in the fairway. So there you go. Uh, next week is the U.S. Open. We will talk about that more at 930. By the Make- way, big surprise, Sam Burns missed the cut. He's missed five this year. He's he's That was kind of a little bit of a surprise. Nobody else of, of huge. Um, the uh, second highest ranked Canadian was Adam Svensson. He missed the cut. Third highest is Mackenzie Hughes. He missed the cut. So Adam Hadwin made the cut. Adam Hadwin made and Mike, like you said, Mike Weir made it. Corey Connors is now there. And Nick Taylor, probably their favorites right now. But uh, oh, that guy's a striking machine, man. Ball striking machine is Corey Connors. Yeah. And it just shows. But he's he's only okay with the putter. And then the other guy who I wanted to bring up, David Lips- Lipsky. You know, okay. one of the things that we do um, that – you okay over there, bud? Okay. He's rubbing his tummy. Um so David Lipsky was leading Memorial after, after, on Saturday, mm-hmm. before Saturday's round, and we—that's what we see a lot, right? We, we're doing leaderboards on Saturday morning. Well, you know, we see Carl Wan, on, yep. you know, Yuan, Yuan. Mm-hmm. You know, David Lipsky was a really good player in college. He was, you know, one of those guys, and uh, haven't heard from him at all, right? And right. Last week, you finally hear from him. Because I watch the amateurs. We do have a um, junior tour, so mm-hmm. I watch these guys. Sure. And, you know, he came out of Northwestern University. He was he was just good and uh, and <laughs> didn't last very long. No. He had a 
had a bad weekend. And yeah, he shot in the high seventies. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, pressure's pressure. I don't care if you're trying to shoot your personal best. You're trying to break 90, 80, 70 for the first time. It gets to all of them, and getting that first tour win is so huge. Um, yeah, you get in the Masters and all that, but more importantly, you get a two-year exemption. You can actually, you don't have to Monday qualify. You don't have to do all that other BS. So it's huge if you can do it. And think about it. It's four days. We were, Craig and I were talking yesterday. I think the most underrated thing pro golfers do is how much golf they play. And if you're playing in a tournament, you're probably getting there on a Tuesday, get a practice round. You're going to play nine holes on a pro-am Wednesday if you're a name player. And then if you make the cut, you're playing four extra days. If I play three days in a row, I'm gassed. So it's you know, underrated. Just, their, it's just their as endurance. good as he was, as, as good as he was as, as, a, as an amateur, there's no guarantees. No. And I, I, so I bring this up because, so I, I, I've soured on crypto, right? I mean, um, really? I, I put a little, yes, I put a little <laughs> money in crypto for me and my two kids. There and it's go. our little playtime and we talk about it and it sucks. It does. But I'm watching the Kentucky Derby mm. and Mage wins. Uh huh. And apparently this syndicate that's an app is basically who owns Mage. Okay. And you could have bought a share of Mage for 50 bucks yeah. on the app. Mm-hmm. And then already you've made four or 500 bucks. Sure. So I took all my money out of crypto and put it into this app called Commonwealth. So they do two things. Horses. And golfers. Golfers. So who'd you buy? Haven't bought anybody yet. But there's two guys up there that are coming soon. One is Cooper Dossey. Okay. Who went to Baylor. Uh-huh. And... Uh, they're offering so I so I let's have have a golfer invest. Uh, see what happens. Well, Craig and his kids are going to invest as soon as he becomes available because um, he's a good little player from Baylor. He's twenty four, um, but they're trying to raise two hundred and sixty two thousand dollars for him. Hmm. It seems like a lot of money. And what's the buy in fifty? Is the minimum share fifty? Uh, actually, he's five hundred. for a share. Huh. M- Mage was fifty. Um, they have two horses that are coming soon, um, and they're 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 fifty dollars. So Interesting. anyway, that's that's a Commonwealth app. All right, all right. But yes, it just goes to show you there's no guarantees. No, there isn't. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, the really important stuff at hand, and that's what came down on Tuesday. We'll tell you the winners and losers. We'll tell you the main players. We'll tell you what all this really means after. Five days of kind of sifting through all the BS. Howdy, hello. Got the tea box. Rick, Craig, Kern, Kevin, and Deddy. We are broadcasting from the Hyatt Regency Hill Country Resort and Spa down in San Antonio. Played the golf course. There's 27 holes there. And you can play that. Want to get away from the kitties for a while? Go hit some balls. Just get away. Um, it's very worthy. Well, they, were, they had this corporate outing next to us on mm-hmm. the range. And they were trying to teach these guys how to play golf. And then right afterwards, they would say, okay, now see how far you can throw your club. And some of these guys shanked the club yeah. throw so bad <laughs> it almost hit us twice. Almost hit us. Yeah, there was a little bit of incoming. Yeah, I was a little, a little nervous. So just be aware of that. 
But if you go, uh, if you want to stay here Sunday and stay for two nights, the family, you get a nice discount. I'm in. Through August. Go to HyattRegencyHillCountry.com. We had a nice dinner last night here in the Antlers. And uh, just so much stuff to do here. And if you want to go check out Shamu or whatever they're calling it these days over at SeaWorld, go over there. A lot of stuff to do in San Antonio. Isn't there a Six Flags close to? I don't know. Fiesta, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, so it's only and it's only four and a half hour drive from Dallas. Yeah. It's not bad at all. No. So I would give it a shot. All right, next two segments. The whole big news that came down on Tuesday. By the way, this brought to you by your Park Place Volvo dealer. And you can go to if you're a Costco member, you can receive up to twenty five hundred dollars off new two thousand twenty three models and the X C ninety is one of the best ones they got so even if you aren't a costco member you should go join yep and then go buy a car park place volvo there you go all right so let's go <clears throat> we'll do initial impressions the fallout and then i think at 9 10 we'll do winners and losers because that that uh, scorecard keeps changing so i got to give it to you craig and you were more aware of this than most because most of the stuff i read was just pure emotional knee jerk and the sky's falling and mm-hmm. chicken littles and this is the worst thing ever and Monahan sucks and he's getting hosed and the players got hosed for not getting a vote and and you were the one of the first ones to point out to me that when you look through the the uh, a letter to the players letter to the players and you go chill for a second why'd you say that because as Monahan wrote that. He said, hey, we're starting this, we're merging it with, or whatever they call it, combining the tours to do this new. They don't want to call it a merge because that sounds very antitrustish. So they're And it talks about the, the, the merge or, or the combining the, the, the combining tour. tours. Uh-huh. Then the next paragraph it says, the PGA Tour will remain a 5016C nonprofit. They, first he says the, the, new, the new company will be a, the new tour will be a for-profit company. But, new one entity of it will yes. be, but the new, but the PGA Tour is staying as a nonprofit, which meant to me, ain't nothing changing. They're just putting not on in, the tour side, not on the tour side, and probably not on the live side either, because they're just gonna they're running the, their season like there's nothing happening for at least 2023. And I'm gonna say neither of them are gonna change, and you're gonna have this. I think we're gonna have, if I had to speculate. I think we're going to have a really cool silly season where you're going to have Ryder Cup-esque events live versus PGA Tour. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Let's go. By the way, so so uh, this guy Dunn mm-hmm. came out yesterday. Jimmy Dunn. Jimmy, um, and he's on the board. And he's some smart guy. I don't know. He was in a he. So quick background on him. He uh, started an investment company. And he lost something like 60, 66. 66 employees, family members during 9-11. And he was out playing golf trying to qualify for a mid-am that day. So he has, <laughs> he's got big issues. With Saudi. With Saudi, yeah. So it was ironic that he was one of the spearheads to get this thing even off the ground. He was talking to Yasser, who has, heads up the PIF, before even Monaghan got involved. Right. And so he came out yesterday with a big interview, and he came out with six, six points. I'll give you or five points. Let me give you these points real okay. quick. Okay. First off, golfers who remained loyal to the PGA Tour would receive equity shares 
through a, a yet-to-be-determined formula in the new for-profit enterprise. Okay. So whatever that is, even, you know, take the last place, Kevin Tway, who's 150th on the money list, he's going to get some equity piece. I don't – it doesn't say that – They said the top ten players will – Make more after this than they would if they've gone on went to live. And so I don't know what yeah, whatever that number one twenty five is going to get, right. or if, if he never got an offer to go over there, or if he's even going to get anything. I don't know because he wasn't loyal. Well, the guys that move the needle should get the most. Yes, the Roms and Jordans and Rory's. And so stuff. the guys who left for live golf would not be able to participate in that. Okay, which means to me that's fair. And and this they got and, their money. And already. I'm going to give you one at the end. That I'm telling you, that nothing's changing. PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan would have oversight of the Live Golf League, giving him the authority to determine whether the breakaway circuit will continue beyond this season. Well, he's also going to be overseeing the PGA Tour. So he's going to be overseeing a nonprofit and, and a, a for-profit. for-profit. Can you do that? Sure, we do. We have a nonprofit arm of the Junior Tour. Okay. That we, now ours is strictly nonprofit. Yes. If you want to donate a dollar, that dollar is going to some sort of charitable event okay um, but we have two so this one's where where I I I think that my thought process is a little right if live folds in its current state a committee that includes current PGA tour members and administrators would determine potential punishment for players who left for it but want to apply for reinstatement to the PGA tour mm-hmm. ain't folded hmm I'm just wondering if there's going to be. I mean, so Yasser says it's going to be business as usual. He yes. had a, he got on a conference call with all of his employees, including Greg Norman, said business as usual. Nobody's losing their job so as I'm of now. Saying nothing's as of gonna, now, nothing's going to change. We're just going to have a silly season. Okay. And I'm going to say we might lose five PGA Tour events next year. Um, in those five weeks, or. The live that whatever's going to be happening with live, maybe that those will be like a John Deere type thing. So, no, no, no I, what I'm saying is those five weeks, they'll take them out and they'll have the live versus PGA Tour that week. Okay. All right. And something like that's going to happen. There's no question to me that there's, they did this. And look, why they do it? And I, and I brought this up the day of. The PGA Tour lost an appeal the day before this announcement. So what for happened? Discovery. So what ha- for discovery? Yes. So so what happened was the um, uh, the live filed an injunction to get some documents, get documentations on this stuff, and, and so they, did the PGA Tour against. The and Liv. they lost. Yep. And then they appealed. Mm-hmm. And then the day before this announced, they lost the the PGA Tour lost the appeal. So now they're going to have to give up certain documents. And you made this comment to me. It's like maybe Monaghan promised something that's it's going to be disclosed of for guys who didn't go over. Or, so the rumor was he strong-armed a, a potential sponsor for Liv that was going to inject like a billion dollars or some crazy figure. Right. And he somehow got them not to do it but maybe in unsavory ways. So that's total, you know, antitrust and all that. Um, and so that that was a little coincidental, a little well, too coincidental. Right, but also remember that the tour was leaking money like crazy through legal fees and the added money that they were putting up 
for the elevated tour events mm-hmm. and everything. They said it was anywhere between 150 and 200 million dollars, and they don't have that. So I and I said this to you. I said this to you um, early in the week. You know, the, the whole antitrust kind of you know they're the lift suing the tour on antitrust issues. Well, when that's happened in the past, mm-hmm. the NFL got sued by USFL. Yep. Um, you know, the NBA and the CBA, the ABA, and, and whatever, whenever it's ever happened before, you do have antitrust, right? There yes. is a, the only play to play football right now for a lot of money is the NFL. The only play baseball is really Major League Baseball. Um, but what happened was when the USFL actually won their case, their antitrust case against the NFL, yep. they got awarded a dollar yep. because they were already defunct and had no money left. True. And every time the sport that was ever doing this, the 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 body of that sport, the NFL, the the NBA, was the 800-pound gorilla. Mm-hmm. The PGA Tour is not the 800-pound gorilla in this. They can't out. They can't no. money whip the the Saudis. There's no. no the Saudis way. could have bled them dry and, and yes. had this stay in legal for five, six, seven years. They didn't care. And so the tour didn't have that. That that's another element here where. Yes, I mean, there's an antitrust, and they may lose. I don't. It's still in, out. In there. my mind, they could have won it. It just would have cost them a lot of money. You Was should, it worth it? They cut. They cut their losses. Yes, is what they did. Yes, because you're know, hemorrhaging money, and you just got to. And I'm not sure when you look at how much you fought or not fought Monahan, because he's kind of the, you know, the central figure in all this, and everybody's got an opinion. Mm-hmm. I kind of give him a little credit for figuring out how to make this thing work in his way. I just don't think he communicated it properly. He was horrible. So you're as a CEO, you're paid pretty much to be the face of your company. And if you provide horrible optics, if you come up with the whole 9-11 bit that he used just a year ago, right. and now he's backtracking, and when they asked him on the Golf Channel, he was stammering, and he's like – he had no clue they were even going to ask that. He wasn't prepared for it. He looked horrible. On the other side, what he did was, I can't imagine somebody like him wanting his legacy to be so crappy that he would sell his players down the road, that he would just set himself up only to keep a keep a position as CEO of all this, um, because initially the players thought it was the stupidest thing and why weren't we given a vote and and all this but you also as a ceo sometimes you have to be a little autonomous i was just surprised that only three of the board were involved in this usually it's the entire board and it's got to be not not unanimous it has to be a majority and that's where i think the pga's tour staying as is because you didn't have to vote on any of this because it's nothing happened to the tour the tour stayed as is. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, the players should have to vote on anything that happened. Well, nothing happened to the tour. Nothing happened. Yet. You know, it's, it's as is. Yeah. So, you know, adding this news company on top of it, they didn't change anything. They didn't need the approval from the players. They didn't need the approval from the other half of the board. Because it wasn't Which is a weird. PGA Tour issue. It and it was, wouldn't have been a problem if there was no social media. Because there's been a lot of times in business where things have been kind of under the table. Well, I got it. How many times, Rick? The one thing about this whole thing, which I give everybody credit for, anything like this is happening, you hear about weeks in advance. 
Yeah. The fact they kept this, this so secret. Good grief. And I I believe they might have been talking. I believe that nothing was actually going to happen until they lost that appeal. Probably. And all of a sudden, all right, let's get this done by tomorrow. What do we need to do? Yeah, it, it felt hasty, to say the least. But I think it was inevitable, it, given what their options were. Mm-hmm. This was the best thing. And I'm going to say in two to three years, it's not going to be anything. It's like anything else. You know, everybody everybody knee jerks, and they worry about this, and they worry about that. And we have very short attention spans. And we're moving on to the next story. And if it looks like the tour is pretty much what it was and the majors aren't being affected, um, there you go. It's fine. It's not going to change my life. It's not going to change your life. We we watch golf. We cover golf. Um, it's not. Well, it does change our life a little bit, Rick, and I'll tell you why. Next. Team 10 and the stream. Go to the Sports Day app. That's what I ingest a lot of my ticket listening on because I can pause it, and rewind. It's good stuff. Uh, we're at the hype. Uh, Regency Hill Country Resort and Spa down in San Antonio. Had a great overnight stay. Awesome dinner. Played some golf. And uh, if you have a chance to get down here, it's not that far a drive at all from Dallas. It's about four and a half hours, and it's a clean drive. Clean? It's clean. There's no Waco backup anymore. And it, it, it I felt, I didn't feel uh, like, I don't know, tired and cranky i just i got out of the car and was ready to go hit balls so check it all out at hyatt regency hillcountry.com all right 9 30 we will preview <laughs> a, usually a pretty important major that's been kind of lost in all this um, pga tour uh public investment fund and whatever news came down this week and i think there's one player that's the most intriguing and head scratching and the one that changes everything eric cole one guy that changes everything all right this is brought to you by united ag and turf the uh official sponsor or the official uh, agricultural concern or company of the dallas cowboys Let's call them the official tractor company. There you go. Maybe that's right or wrong. but By the way, the weather uh, in these parts in Texas is going to be in the 90s for the foreseeable future. Intermittent rains every once in a while. And at the U.S. Open, uh, it's going to be in the low 70s. Every day. Sunny, low so, 70s. All right. So, the one player. A little chilly for me. Yeah, whatever. So, the one player that's going to be. Affected by this. That's for the. Oh, the next segment. Okay, so you you had a tease that it is going to change our life, and I do believe it is going to change our lives about watching golf. I think with these, I think, and you're going to talk about winners and losers, Mm -hmm. but I think where where we one of the winners clearly in this is live golf. Maybe because maybe not in its current state. If they keep it as is, and I think they will, Mm. and again, nobody knows, but I'm pretty sure it's going to stay as is for a while and there's going to be these joint events you and i especially you're going to have to keep a little bit closer watch on how the live guys are playing Hmm. maybe those if this turns into kind of a wgc type thing where live versus the pga tour and it's kind of a 
you know, replaces the match, which nobody cares about anymore. Yeah. And it replaces those kind of things. And we're going to have to be a little bit more up to – I haven't watched one minute of Live Golf. And I'll and, I, and that's not – I'm not against it. I'm not – I just – it's – it's on a station I don't watch ever. It's not anywhere. They're I not look playing for anything. Yeah, I don't care about them making millions upon millions. It, 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 unless I'm entertained, I ain't watching it. And so I, I, I don't watch it today. But I think that we're gonna have to. I'll refute study that. a little more. I'm gonna refute that only because we didn't watch it before a major, and some of those players got to play in majors. I don't think it's gonna make a hill of beans. It's not gonna change. Uh, what we watch for live in in its current state as long as i know that maybe brooks won the last event and i can read that and you know these are the guys that i would still look out for in a major because that's all i think it's boiled down to I, the majors the only things people care I'm, about i'm gonna I, look I, there's a chance there's a chance i mean you know like like you love the Ryder cup yeah even going this year yeah there's a chance that and I, to me, I don't not sure how the Ryder Cup, at least on the non-U.S. side, is that cool. You're not; it's not one country versus the other. It's all of Europe versus right. the United States. So that's fine. How do you like? How does John Rahm care when he's you know with Lee Westwood, who's from England? Or yeah, you know, it just there's a little bit of disconnect there for me. But now all of a sudden you have the live guys versus the PGA guys. Let's you know the PGA guys. We've got to. We've got to defend our house, live guys. Let's prove that we're not just a fly-by-night thing. I think there's gonna there's a chance that those events, if they make them the way they, I mean, if they look at it, if they become, if they put them together the right way, they could be really special. Maybe, and they could replace what the w, WGC was, and there could be five or six events a year that we're really dialed in well you know what they need to do is they need to get rid of the elevated events too because those are wgc well the events. elevated no events cuts. the elevated events are what was re- what the pga tour players who stayed got for loyalty there's the elevated money that you're getting by sticking around right but they, i don't think they can take that away but now. they copied but they copied what live did the, no cut matter, the I only think... thing they did was make it a four-rounder instead of a three-rounder it was the and only I, difference and i'm not sure that and the ratings haven't moved much. Wouldn't be very politically correct to take that away at this point, I don't think. I'm going to be curious. Let's go through some winners and losers. Okay, so I believe the uh, Yasser and everybody else, that he'll be the new chairman of this entity, and Monahan is going to be the CEO. Right. And they're going to inject so major a couple lo- billion dollars. Major loser? Mm. Greg Norman. Maybe. Now, Yasser got on a big conference call to all the live employees and said it's going to be business as usual. Now it's going to be to the end of the year for sure. After that, he says we're still going to need you guys. We'll see. Um, Which, if, again, says that the live's probably staying as is. And if Norman gets ousted, uh, from everything I've read, he'll get one heck of a golden parachute, and he still won because he got the PGA Tour to acquiesce. You know, here's the thing about Norman. I don't think Norman cares about any more money right now. He's got plenty. He, he wanted wants, to be validated. He wants power. He wanted to be validated. Yeah. And so we'll see. Now, Saudi Arabia and all that, I don't believe in sports washing. I think it, I think it's a big misnomer. I think time is, is the big wash. So, But if you can get your hands into something like a PGA Tour – 
and you can you can separate it profit nonprofit you can get other people involved you can um, you can increase the purses without having to go to sponsors because I think the sponsor I think that was big problem for Monahan they were seeing that sponsors were not getting their bang for the buck for a 20 million dollar event for an elevated tour event and the ratings weren't changing that much um, I think I think the networks were getting nervous and they were going yeah I don't know about this yeah, that's all speculation you may be right I don't know I don't know either yeah. nobody knows anything well I'm just going off but what I I've wonder, seen and, and I off. wonder this and and it's a laugh and I send a note to John Drago who runs the day mm-hmm. Byron Nelson or just the Byron Nelson now you know, they had Raytheon signed, yep. ready to sign for the sponsor, the title sponsor of the Yeah, Byron taking Nelson. over the AT&T, uh-huh. And Monaghan nixed it because they still sell uh, fighter jets to, or bombs or something to the Saudis. Uh, rockets, yeah. Yeah, rockets, Missiles, whatever uh-huh. it was. So they not they, axed, they nixed it. How about now? Yeah. Did Raytheon just win? Maybe. I, I hear that they've already got another sponsor ready to sign. Mm-hmm. Is Raytheon going to call us and go, wait a minute? <laughs> no. Now that everything's going on, we sh- we were first. We drew first blood. Let us have it. I don't know. Yeah, and I think uh, I think another I think a loser here were all the idealists. Uh, Brandel Chambly, everybody that got on their high horse, and it was us against evil. Um, it's it's what they say in every mafia movie. It's not personal. It's just business. Well, and that was the thing. Everybody, you even said Monaghan had to bring up the whole 9-11 yeah. thing. Here's the thing. You, you and I took the high road. We could have gone the other way, too. We're in media and whatever, and we said the same thing. Look, and I said it every time. I hate the live golf. It's fracturing our sport. I hate it. But I get it. I get why Kevin Ah signed. I get why Harold Varner signed. I get why Justin Johnson signed. I get it. Don't like it. Mm-hmm. Don't have to like it. Still going to support the PGA Tour because that's the that's the history of our sport. Mm-hmm. And that's and so we didn't say anything wrong. We didn't like to live, but we didn't say anything wrong. I didn't like the concept of live. I didn't care so much that it was quote unquote fracturing the PGA Tour. And and from what I gather um, from multiple sources is they were worried because John Rahm was going to be the next guy to go. Of all the major players on the yeah. PGA Tour, he seemed to be the most um, understanding of the live. Yeah, but I mean, he, he was, wanted he wanted the live players to play in the Ryder yes, Cup. Yes, but he was still really supportive of the PGA Tour. I, I heard that, too, and yeah. I'm not sure I believe it. Again, speculation. Absolutely. Nobody knows. Absolutely. Um, but I'm not sure I believe it. I th- I, and I think that everything was I – think, I think the live was ready. To, they liked their lineup. Again, if they can get John Rahm, they'll, they'll, they'll take him, right? Um, but they were bleeding money too. And yes, they everything were. Everything I hear. Yes, they were. They're very, very smart business people, and so they they knew where they were. But they, they were going to play the long game, and if they had to outlast the PGA Tour by spending money, mm-hmm. they were going to do it. But um, yeah, cut your losses. I mean, it cost cost them over a billion dollars when you take all the player right. money. Um, now, when I was we were Will Zalatoris was on the hard line earlier this week, and it was interesting because uh, Deddy has a couple of cuts. But one thing I found interesting, his contract was going to be six years, roughly 130 million, something like that. So 
and it would be, I guess it would be amortized depending on how long it lasted mm-hmm. and all that. Um, he didn't have any qualms about turning it down uh, because it was, if it was going to be either or, he would rather play with his buddies on the PGA Tour. And if you play well enough, you're going to be You'll make your money. Yeah. yeah. But Denny has a couple of uh, uh, cuts from uh, uh, Will talking to the hard line. Yeah, uh, Will, when he talked about him this week, he he brought up how bad this thing was, you know, handled publicly from a PR standpoint. Yeah, the optics sucked. I think once more and more details come out, I think this will all kind of soften. But, man, our PR job was not great yesterday, to put it mildly. That was That's something that definitely going forward, well, the, uh, the tour needs to, to do better. Yeah, and I don't think when everybody's asking for Monaghan's ousting, I don't think that's happening anytime soon. It doesn't sound like – so when they always said this is the players' tour, <laughs> I think that's what everybody was head-scratching the most because the players had no say in it. Yes, that's why nothing happened to the tour. That's why I told you nothing happened to the tour. I'm just saying – That's why they couldn't do anything about it. This was just a something on top of it. By the way, I love the fact – one of the other things that I, I – you know, when I talk about the – when you talk about the PR of the tour, and yes, I, I – Everybody feels slighted, right? A Wills Alatoris, who's, by the way, 26 years old, and, um, you know, he doesn't really – he hasn't lived a a big life yet. He's a really good golfer. Mm -hmm. And I'm not taking anything away. His level of intelligence went to Wake Forest. Sure, sure. But he's 26. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really know what's going on back there. That's why you have a policy board. That's why you have a, a, a general board to help these kids. Well, the policy board didn't know what was going on either. No. They and were in the dark. But that was because that With was the exception because, of Dunn. Yes. Well he wasn't on the yes. He was on the Him and Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. And those okay, so those two guys so Hurley is a um a merger and acquisitions lawyer. Made buku bucks, right. you know, and all that. So on one hand, if you're worried about antitrust, I would think he would have done his due diligence. Everybody's talking about this is not done yet. This is not going to go through. There's a bunch of antitrust right. uh, red flags. Something tells me he kind of knew what was going on. He put out his um, feelers before they made this decision. Jimmy Dunn was an investment banker. He lost a lot of friends and family in uh, 9-11. And, uh, by the way, he belongs to maybe every awesome country club in the country. <laughs> every awesome country club. I mean, he's, he belongs to Pine Valley. Augusta, Cypress Point, Seminole. I mean, yeah. So, but it was just those three guys. What do you and, think his monthly spend is just on memberships? Okay, I'll throw this out. This is a total. Actually, we'll bring it up next. But um, I think in the long run, again, the idealists, the Brando Chamblees of the world, and all that. They're 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 trying to be righteous. And he even said the other day. Um, so Monaghan could have come back and said, we have two choices here, boys. We can take this money because we're leaking oil and we're not going to be able to fight them in the long haul. Or we retrench and you're just going to have to live with it. Do you want to do what's right or you want to do what's smart? And smart means you take the money, right? Yeah. Survival. If you want to ta- say what's 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 right? Well, you can get on that high horse, but in the long run, you're going to lose your ass. All right. So let's when we get back, we'll we'll wrap this up. Mm-hmm. I'll ta- I'll say there's one big loser in all this, and we'll go into the U.S. Open. All right. That was brought to you by the greatness of um, 
Hyatt Hill Country Resort and Spa. Why not? Because that's where we're at today. So check it all out, Hyatt Hill Country Resort and Spa.com, and you can get a uh, family deal Sunday, arrive Sunday, stay two nights. There's so much stuff for kids to do. They will keep themselves occupied, trust me, and you guys can have some fun on your own. Check it out, and they will have discounts through August at Hyatt Hill Country Resort and Spa.com. All right, we have one more segment left, and then we'll mix with, I believe, the Fun House at 9.50. We're at Hyatt Hill Country Resort and Spa. Uh, lovely resort, so much to do. SeaWorld's right down the road. Um, God, they have weddings here. They had family reunions here, corporate outings. They just bring the family. After 27 that. holes of golf. It's all good, and it's not that far away. You feel like you're getting out of town, but it's not a beating getting out of town. That's how I felt. All right, we're continuing with what they're saying, the combination, not the merger of the PIF, the Public Investment Fund, and the PGA Tour. Not necessarily live. It's the Public Investment Fund. So if you want to be absolutely 100% spot on, that's what it is. So you said, Craig. So I got one loser. Mm-hmm. So I'll reread you the last one also. If Liv folds, okay. a committee that includes current PGA Tour members and administrators would determine a potential punishment for players who left for it but want to apply for reinstatement. Mm-hmm. So I think each one will have a different – I think that they're not going to have one straight policy for everybody. Everybody will be – Yeah. Have so different, so different. it's always like that. You, they're going to reward the best players. So Patrick Reed's the big loser here. There's no way they're letting him back after all the shenanigans he's pulled. And I'm going to say they need him for drama. I miss him. He, 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 hey, you can root against him, and that's perfectly fine. There's not enough villains on the PGA Tour. It's still too vanilla for me. I'd rather have a couple of guys that rock the boat a little bit and can still play some golf. Um, just cause it's, it's still an entertainment medium. And if everybody's nice and there's no bad guys, then what do you need James Bond for? It's the same stuff. I need, I need a little pro and con. I need a little anti-hero working. So yeah, he might not get the same deal as other guys, but if you think that they're all going to be equitable deals, you're sadly mistaken because that doesn't happen in life. I think Dustin Johnson comes back no matter what. I think... Sadly, I think Phil does, too, just because he won a major. He's got a five-year exemption. Yep. Um, I mean, no Cam problem. Smith. Uh, Kepka's coming Kepka's right coming back. But how that all works out and how much they have to pay back or do they have to pay anything back or would the, uh, the PIF pay their fines? Why wouldn't they? Right. Right. I, I, I don't think anything's changing for a while, so we don't have to worry about it. Well, for 23, yeah. I think for 24. I think the guys who lost were the uh, were the M&A, the mergers and acquisitions lawyers, that they lost all those fees because yeah. they were just giving. Oh. So I'll, I'll bet you a dollar. Okay. 2024, the, the live and the PGA Tour don't change. Hmm. I'll bet that, well, so the PGA Tour had almost finished their schedule for 
2023-24. It'll be interesting to see if Corn Ferry changes anything. DP World Tour, the DP World Tour still doesn't want them the the live players on the European Ryder Cup. Right. And so there's still some things to work out. Yep. Uh, but if nothing else. Here's the thing. The top European guys were real jerks about all this. The Lee Westwoods and the Sergios. Well, the other losers. Yeah. They, they, they were just weren't kind about any of it. And here's, they, what's, here's what's, what's ironic. They're not movers and shakers anymore. Not anymore. Maybe no. Sergio will, on mm, the fringe. Very. Not much. He hasn't been playing that well. Um, I feel bad for Rory. He was the designated sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. And that's the other part I'm not real happy about Monaghan. I don't know what he's like behind the scenes. Um, but from a pure optics standpoint, uh, the next big case study at all NBA classes and so forth will be what did he do wrong optics-wise. His PR department, as Will Zalatoris said, sucks. And I've got a I couple mean, of cuts about Monahan specifically if you want them from Will. Okay, real quick. This is so raw and so fresh still, and this framework agreement is so vague that I don't know how much you can say that the PGA Tour right now trusts Jay despite some of his comments that he's made in the past. I know that at heart he's always had what's best for us, but at, mm-hmm. at the end of the day there's just you know some things that – we need to improve upon as, as an administration. And I won't argue with that. I mean, when you lose trust in your leaders, um, your, whatever they're going to say to you moving forward, they better prove yep. it 1,000%. Yep. And right now, uh, I don't, right now, I don't think they could oust him. I mean, when they say, like, you know, Monaghan's got to go, here's the bottom line. Could they not vote him out as a membership group? Not sure, because typically the commissioner is rubber-stamped in. Whoever was the predecessor, like Tim Fincham, mm-hmm. they tell the board, this is who I, who I would recommend, and the board usually seems to rubber-stamp it. Yeah. Um, I, for, for a buttoned-up organization, allegedly very conservative and all that, I just don't think they handled it in the best way. And the players... Believe it or not, most of the players don't know what the hell's going on anyway. They just want to golf. And they learned about this the same way we did. They knee-jerk the same way we did. And the, as Craig says, the tour is not going away. It'll be interesting to see what the, what the TV rights and negotiations are going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiger turned down $900 million, $800 million. They're going to make him whole somehow, some way. Um, I... <laughs> It's just one of those deals that, of all the all think, the sports. Think, by the way, I think I think making Tiger Hole is the least of their worries because yep. I don't think he's relevant at all anymore. He's relevant. He's relevant as a, but he he's not gonna he. What's he got? I, he he's got the Genesis. I mean, he'll be relevant again if he decides to play the Champions Tour. He's right. still the only one that moves the needle. But Liv's not going to do a Champions Tour, so. No, he'll have a, he'll have his own. And he'll have the what the what the PGA runs. All I, right, US Open. Okay. I think the one guy changes everything about predictions of a major and what happens in a major and everything else. Cam it's Davis Brooks. is Brooks Dick, Brooks Kepka. Brooks Whatka? Brooks Kepka. Well he kinda of interrupted me there, so oh. Brooks Kepka. He you don't see him nope. because he's playing over at Liv. And he ain't killing Liv, but he's killing the Mavis. Because he doesn't care. 
about Liv. But he cares about the majors. He's got a second and a first. Same thing on the PGA Tour. He's got mm-hmm. a second and a first. Mm-hmm. And if Brooks Ketka shows up to next week the way he has the last two majors, but you don't know. You don't see him. You you know, you expect it right now just because where he is. And that's it, what I was saying earlier. The fact that this combines, we're not going to watch any more live in its current state. Unless they start pitting PGA Tour players against the live right. players and all that. I'll check and see, hey, what's uh, Brooks' record the last three or four tournaments he's played just to see if he's got anything? Or was he what he was last year when he was just lost, right? Right. But we all know that he gears up for the fa- majors. Um, does it help live? No. I don't. I still don't think it made it's, the PGA. It doesn't, right? It, it's clear like – like It didn't make the PGA Tour knee-jerk and, and come up with this agreement. No, but agreement. the other side, too, is unless maybe they said, God, we, we just can't let the live win another major. we got to do this before the U.S. Open. I mean – I don't I think, think it matters. I, maybe, you know, when you're talking about, uh, you know, 100% of why they did that, maybe that was 5% of it. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, last two majors weren't that great for us because Kepke came in second and first. Mm-hmm. I, but but I don't the know. The was top five in the, in the yeah. PGA. And I, does that even matter? It matters that what I want the, with the majors, and it's the only time, and it's that's why it's the best four events in our sport, is they should have all the best players, mm-hmm. regardless of world rankings, regardless if they're a live player or a PGA Tour player. And I think the players want to win against the best. They don't want a truncated field mm-hmm. where – where Brooks can't play because he's a live guy. Mm-hmm. The majors are, it's really, as much as we love the Nelson and the Colonial and, and all the other tournaments, it's four majors in golf, and that's pretty much what everybody's interested in. Everything else is kind of like, eh, I'll watch it for a second. Well, I'm interested in the Nelson and the Colonial. Well, what I'm saying is, comparatively, everybody gears up for the majors, and what's funny is all this news kind of put the U.S. Open in, a, in the back seat. There hasn't been a lot of prognostication on no. the on the U.S. Open. It'll start Monday, but I mean, but you're right. Normally, we'd be talking about we'd have stories. Look, I'll tell you where where it's been on the back seat. A hundred percent. This show, this specific show, normally we would spend at least two segments talking about the qualifiers and the stories behind all the qualifiers and who yep. made it and who didn't and why they made it. And mm-hmm. we didn't say one peep about it this year. And normally it's two of my favorite segments of the year. Yep. We didn't mention it. And so that part of it's yes, but start Monday, it'll be major week and it'll change a little bit, but yes, you're right. I, th- those are two segments we didn't do this week. And But nobody's really done it. Everybody's still taking the after effects and the aftershocks of what happened on Tuesday. And, Again, it was – I'll applaud anybody that could keep a secret for that long, and that's why the tour couldn't say anything to players. No. That's why maybe Rory knew the night before because that Jimmy Dunn called right. him, called Will. Will did call him back. By the way, so I'm looking at this Ed Hurley. He, and he belongs to all these clubs, and Jimmy Dunn belongs to like six or seven amazing country clubs. Again, take this all with a grain of salt. What do you think Jimmy Dunn's net worth is allegedly – if I go to the typical sources, six hundred million, ten million. No, it seems way light. Ed Hurley, who is the leader of the one of the biggest law firms in New York, uh, mergers and acquisitions, his net worth allegedly thirteen million dollars. Seems really light. Ten million. If he's only got ten million dollars, if he's into those six 
country clubs, he's paying he's probably paying ten grand a month in just country club memberships. It's got to be way like because when I was listening to that Michael Block interview, the net worth uh, prognosticator, celebrity <laughs> net worth, and all said he was worth seventeen million dollars, and he just laughed. And he goes, mm-hmm. I don't know where they came up with that number. So yep. I just thought that was interesting. These two movers and shakers that um, that got this whole ball rolling were they were instrumental and and nobody else knew about it and i thought that was real interesting especially since jimmy dunn had such a an evil eye towards anything middle east because right. he lost so many people in the uh, in 9/11 but uh, it's like you said business is business so business gotta, is business so you got to pick for next week um yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, – I think I'll go with Rom. He just seems to be the most consistent when he plays. I hate to go with the chalk, but as Scotty – okay, if Scotty can putt, Scotty is so far – he is Tiger-esque in his prime on strokes gain ball striking. Mm-hmm. He's so far ahead, and he is so poor with his with his putting, and he still comes in second and third being the worst putter in the field that makes the cut. So he's played this course in a tournament before. They had it in the NCAAs here. Okay. So is Cantley and Shoffley. Los Angeles Country Club. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna Max go. Homa. Max Homa's played there. Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa's played there. I'm going to go with Scotty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Cantley again. Yeah, uh, still, yeah he's played there. I, and I still think that, you know, the – Caddy change is going to help him. He I hasn't just, helped him yet. No, I just think he gets he he has anxiety issues. I think he can't close on a but Sunday. I find this. I'm going to say, and again, I don't know what to do with Kepka. He's and an I, unicorn, and I will flat you see out my tell balls. You, I will tell you <laughs> right now that. the the <laughs> the funny part about it is, as much as I'm against live golf, kind of rooting for him. I like Brooks Kepka. Kind of rooting for him. Um. But I don't know what to do with him, but I think a dark horse, and I'm surprised that I call this guy a dark horse because he won it last year, is Matthew Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I, I think he's a dark horse that you got to keep an eye on. He's playing okay. Yes. Funny we hadn't mentioned Rory. Didn't mention Jordan. I, Rory, Rory. JT, Mike, Justin Thomas has not been playing well this year at all. No, I, you know, I – I'll be rooting hard for Jordan, and I think he he's just a wild card. If his wrist is okay, he might mm-hmm. play well. I don't have any faith in Rory outside just backing into a top five. Yeah. Yeah, played well yesterday. We'll see what he does on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested. They'll, they'll have it on ad nauseum. I mean, now that I have ESPN+, Plus, I could probably watch 24 hours of, of U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll real, be real interested to see about this golf course. I've read a lot about it. It's uh, – it's going to be tight. Uh, the greens aren't very. You were big. telling me last night because I asked you which one's more prestigious, that or Riviera. I think L.A. Country Club is is, is Top tougher to get into, and at one point they wouldn't allow actors, and you have to wear you can't wear shorts there. How about that? I used to be Caves Valley too. Really? You, yeah, they it had to be pants only. And they changed that, but um, yeah, I don't know why. You know, that's the biggest question, too, with this whole merger. The tour going to allow players to wear shorts now. Okay. Nobody answered. That, that was, I, and okay, I don't think so, the tour changes. So I like wearing shorts when I play golf. But I feel way more buttoned up if I wear long pants. I'd much and there's rather, something that. If, if they're going to do one thing, I'd rather them have, let, allow range finders before they do that. 
I would agree with that. Yeah. There's just something about if I get it in the summertime when it's a 110 with the humidity factor and everything, and you're wearing long pants, and I mean they're not cotton anymore, thank God. But there's something when I watch, when I do catch some yes. live highlights, and they're wearing shorts, it looks like they're just playing grab ass. Yep. It just looks different. Fits Maybe that makes me just old, but I am old. Uh, uh, 9.54 on the ticket. One more segment out here at the Hyatt Regency Hill Country Resort and Club. Uh, that was brought to you by Crest Cars, CrestCars.com. Up next, let's do a little mixage with... All right, good stuff. Had fun. Well rested, well fed, well golfed. Thank you to the Hyatt Hill Country Resort and Spa for their exquisite accommodations. Uh, the marketing uh, manager, Nicole Gravel, and the director of golf, Ashley Skidmore, and our own Steve Anthony for putting this all together. Also, thanks to Kern coming down here, engineering for us. Nice dinner last night. Back at the station, Kevin Lander. Excellent job, as always. And Deddy, Jacob Denmore, exquisite tickers and sound bites. Good job. Hey, uh, uh, also, thanks to PGA Tour Superstores for sponsoring our show. Next week, starting Tuesday, we're going to uh, announce our tournament. You'll yep. be able to sign up by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, Cowboys. It's a hole-in-one on a 15-inch hole. Hey, now. You got, we're going to give Puma golf shoes. Hey, now. We're going to give the Vibe. Uh, cups, which are really cool, mm-hmm. and uh, PJ Superstore sponsoring it. We've got some liquor companies. It's going to be an incredible event, and it'll sell out quick. So keep your ears listening, starting on Tuesday. Very good, and don't forget uh, go to Golf Moose. A lot of great courses uh, up there at very significant discounts, including Hyatt Hill Country um, Country Club, and then Monday another biggie. If you want to love biggies, if you want to practice for our next tournament. You might want to look into Monday on Golf Moose. All right. Without further ado, we bring on the Fun House. Hello. Hello, Golf. Hi, Golf. Do you read us? Is it Travis and Sod? It is. It is. Sorry we're late. Oh, no. This is perfect. Kind of busy week in golf. Yeah, I know. I heard. Did something happen? There's some things going on. Just a little stuff. And then you guys are meeting about it in the hill country, I guess. That's cool, right? We had to go away. When you guys really make, when the funhouse really makes it, you know it when you get a remote all the way down in San Antonio. <laughs> I, I get to think about it. I love that part of Texas. It's my favorite part of Texas. It's like a, it's like a totally different world, especially San Antonio. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so is Austin. Austin. Austin is, San Antonio. is mine. Well, Austin is Hill, mine. Hill country in general. Yes. The, that yeah. area of Texas, that central yeah. part, is. So great, especially if you're from here and you're used to being able to see downtown Dallas from pretty much anywhere in the Metroplex. It's nice to have that elevation change and just a little bit of a different scenery. I love that area. And it's just far enough away you feel like you're getting out of town. Exactly. Yeah, San Antonio is it's fine for me. I hate Houston. Yeah. And then and then Austin I really enjoy. Lake Ray Hubbard. <laughs> Thank you, Blake. I like I like San Antonio a lot. We've done a couple of trips down there. The river walk is fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sightseeing. Yeah. The food. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. That's the best place to eat in Texas. Anywhere you go in San Antonio, deliciousness. Mm. I like mm. Dallas Eats better. Really? I okay. Do. Okay. I like all eats. Eats are good. Yeah. Eats are good. 
I'm not very just. Are you guys gonna spend some time in the lazy river later, or <laughs> slide down Craig a couple might. slides? Craig might. Might get on an inner tube and float around. That'd be nice. I like. I, I've always enjoyed the lazy river, especially at a, a smaller establishment. You go to the big water park and you're wading through uh, peanuts and band aids and <laughs> children. Yuck. Yeah. We, Where do you go? The the, bi- the peanuts big guy, and band aids. You know, big guy in Arlington. They don't clean that thing too much. So I have a question for you guys. Yes. Um, out of this whole, you know, situation, which I think, by the way, best described on Twitter as, you know, Michael Scott Paper Company is basically what happened here. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched The Office, but watch The Office. I still don't get that reference because I don't know if I saw that show particularly. So he he did he did he go ahead and start his own company? Yeah, he started his own company, and then he uh, and then they ran out of money, and mm-hmm. then they kind of came back and. <laughs> Uh, remerged with Dunder Mifflin, so that is that is basically it's a very good analogy for the layman <laughs> um, about what happened here. But out of everything that happened, especially this week, but I guess throughout this whole ordeal, and I listened to most of uh, probably the last hour of your show, and I and I agreed with one thing that that you guys said as well that you know it's uh you. You can't really. It's not that you can't fault them, but it's that you, how you criticize them when it happened it makes a big difference. Like you know, were, were you on your high horse or were yep. you you know saying that? Well, I mean, like you, uh, you know, like you said, like I don't like it. I don't have to like it, but I, I at least understand it. Mm-hmm. What part of this whole thing surprised you the most? Um, secrecy. The secrecy. Okay. Yeah, the fact they were able to keep it a secret for about seven weeks when Monahan. Uh, I guess got together with Yasser, who's now the new chairman of this entity. Uh, I guess they played a couple rounds of golf. How somebody somewhere in this world of social media didn't recognize those two together <laughs> is amazing to me. Mine yeah. was the fact that the the PGA Tour lost the appeal on Monday. Interesting, About really? Discovery. Yeah. Because to me it seemed like um, this was so pro-America. It seemed like anything they did in court, they were winning. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like anything they needed to do just got you know rubber stamped, rubber stamped, rubber stamped, and they, they peeled this, and then they lost the appeal. That one really Which surprised me. Which makes you think, what the heck were they hiding? Yeah. That was that heinous, the heinous, um, that they were worried to death that this was going to get out. And But that's the one that surprised me the most. Is like Everything was going PGA Tour's favor and all of a sudden, that appeal guy turned turned over. It's like, whoa. Yeah, the other bottom line is the the sponsors were not going to foot that bill for $20 million when they aren't seeing ratings going up that high on these elevators. Yeah, but that events. wasn't a surprise. No, but I'm just saying. Yes, what the, the biggest surprise was. Yeah. I, to me, that was that, losing that appeal was just, whoa. Was yeah. A, and I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not sure why, but that one just kind of surprised me. I was yeah. just personally really rooting against Liv, like inside of me. I, I guess I didn't want to root against it, but I think when when this all happened, I, I real like I realized just how much I was rooting against everything that was Liv Golf. Um, and it's not. I don't really think that I was really like a PGA purist. I mean, I, I like you know I, I watch golf. I watch the majors really. Just but but still like I I realized that you know I really was hoping for Liv to fail really badly. But. So the other big winner is going to be, since Saad is here, um, this is going to start, I think, an influx of Saudi money into every other sport. 
They've already done it in soccer. They have an inroad into golf, which has inroads into almost every corporate CEO and so forth. Basketball will be next. Then the well, NFL, you know, but, but baseball the other, maybe. The other side is, and I know we're going to get that's the ultimate sports The one thing I read was one of the reasons why they were doing this was because, you know, Saudi Arabia has like 1,300 miles of coastline mm-hmm. that's not developed. And how awesome could it be as a destination you know, you get Dustin Johnson to design a golf course, Polina Gretzky to design the mm. hotels, the inside of the hotels. I just think and they were diversifying because oil at some point might not be as valuable well, as it that's is why now. They, why not develop the coastline and why not get these people? I'm not sure hockey has a place in Saudi Arabia. Don't need to. They just have you to know? invest in it mm-hmm. because what team, what team goes down in value? There isn't one. I don't care how bad your team sucks in, in performance-wise. They're always worth more money than what they paid for. It's a nice thing about sports. Yeah. If you have the means to do it. Sports right? ownership. They're going to have a uh, fun house uh, investment fund for maybe the stars. You never know. We might we might put a little GoFundMe together and see yeah. if we can make that happen. Well, I mean, no, but you're right because when you well, – I think when you look at what happened with the Washington – what are the commanders, it's mm-hmm. like that's one of the most poorly run organizations in sports and then – even when they get sold, they're getting sold for record amounts of money. And so if that can happen for the commanders, then you're absolutely right. I don't think there's any single team that could ever lose money. I think that was my last, uh, I guess, test gauge of, like, if they are if they are making that much money, then that's it. Every, every sports franchise will. Like, one question. So I know Jerry wouldn't do this because it's his life. But let's say the, the Saudis, this public investment fund, decided to buy the Cowboys or the Yankees mm-hmm. for $10 billion. $10, 20000000000 billion, whatever. money, whatever it is. Would the, other owners, would the other, other owners vote to turn that down, or would they take it because then their values just went up exponentially? I think they would. I, I think the latter, but also I don't think Jerry would ever do that. Even for I don't think there's yeah a, Jerry doesn't count. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't think there's a price tag. I, but to your point, I think Stephen would do it, or I think John Stephen would do it, or whatever down the road generation of Jones. I, Jerry's the only one that I think wouldn't do it. I think Stephen would. It's just a As, new type of owner, or just a different version yep. of what we thought owners were 20 years ago when it was like you buy the buy this fr- sports franchise and it's now this family run thing. But now it's, I mean, it's a money-making thing. You buy a franchise to sell it 10, 20 years down the road and quadruple, ten-tuple your money, whatever it is. Yeah. And, and as, as, as Craig astutely points out, everybody's got a number. Oh, yeah. That's, and that, the Saudis and that's the have whatever number you want. Yeah, for and sure. they don't care. I think, I think that's the thing, and I think morality was always kind of like the uh, sticking point when it all began to it. But I think it was Bob was talking about this earlier in the week where if you're going to play – the morality card, especially if you're going to play the 9-11 card, you better be sure that you're not going to go back on that because there's no coming back from that card. That was bad optics. That was very bad. Very bad. Very All right. Bad. So what do you got today, guys? Oh, man, we got so much sports. NBA Finals. <laughs> We've got a couple of – I really – this is the meat of the show is we're going to talk Ooh. Saad into uh, joining – the Rangers club, and he's going to become a Rangers P1 before summer is over. That's the meat before of the, the show. Before the show is over. At 10.30. Before the show is over. over. At 10.30, we're going to talk Saad into watching the Rangers. Every By day. the way, did you see how many empty seats were in, in Tampa Bay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. In fact, in the, in, the, uh, in the intro, I've got a 
a it's stadium hot. hot hot opinion about the A's, which is a similar situation they got going on with empty stadiums. So we're going to do that in the open, too. All right, boys. Have fun. Have a great weekend. Float in the lazy river, golf. There you go. They don't have any of the squishy things. No squeezies? No, yeah, whatever they're called.